Hello friends, welcome to another episode of No One Is Listening. I'm your host Steve, and with me as always is my co-host Jen. Jen, you want to say hi? Hello. Um, so this episode we're just going to be catching up on things that we've watched since uh, our last podcast. We have a lot of old things, a lot of new things that we're going to be talking about, um, and things that we think you should, uh, you should check out for yourself, especially if you're a big TV viewer. This is mostly TV. We do have a few movies, though, yeah. that we think you should check out, we or check really, out again. Steve, we should really work on, like books and music but you know what for now you know what i i i was gonna do some like music stuff but i've really just been listening to like and this is a great segue into the first thing we're gonna talk about but i've been really listening to just on spotify the black panther like soundtrack just on like repeat and god's plan Mm. by drake that's Mm. i don't i don't even think that's like one of his best songs but it's so freaking catchy and i see it everywhere Mm. um so yeah check those out when you get a chance on spotify and books like i don't really read you read you read i feel like you read I but, read. But I don't really read. I'm not a fan of words. Like in written form. Yeah, I was going to say, what? <laughs> um, but the reason that's a great segue is because um, our last podcast, uh, or it was either the last one or the one right before that, was about Black Panther. And since then, I've watched it two more times. Um, we've each watched two movies since the last time we recorded. Um, you've watched two new movies, like different movies. I have just watched that same movie two more times. Um, thank you, Movie Pass, again, <laughs> for the ability to watch as many movies as I want. Um, <clears throat> and so, I'll make it real quick. It's nothing, nothing new, um, nothing I need to, like, rehash. The only thing I will say is, I learn something new every freaking time I watch this movie, right? Um, and so... And I want to say, it's not a short movie. You know what? It's not that long. <laughs> it's not, it's like two... And you know what? Um... I really liked the last Star Wars, the last Jedi, but there's some fat on there that could be trimmed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not a tight movie. This movie though, when I watch it, it like goes by really fast every yeah. time I watch it. Like I'm n- I'm never like, oh, here's the here's the this part where like now I can like kind of zone out. You know, the literally the only part I zone out is like that last fight cuz it's like super right, boring. Right. You know what I mean? Uh it's you like super CGI. Just walk out, no. No, because then it leads to that great moment where he's like, oh, like, bury me in the ocean. Ah. You know, like, Spoiler alert for, like, the, oh, one yeah. of, the one of you who haven't seen it yet. And literally one, because as of this recording, uh, Black Panther has surpassed Titanic as the third highest grossing uh, movie in the U.S. I domestic release. I have very mixed feelings about that. Well, oh, because you're, are you a huge Titanic head? Mm-hmm. I've never seen Titanic. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm, I've never seen Titanic. Like. From beginning to end? No, ever. Like you've never seen scenes? I've seen, like, things in, like, commercial. I know, like, certain scenes, like, oh, I'm king of the world, or, like, something. Never let me go, Never Jack. let me go, Jack. You know, like, th- but those, and, um, pay me, like, one of your French girls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Terrible. But, but those are the only scenes I know, mostly because of, like, the internet. Okay. Um, That's about it. Yeah, I think. Or, like, like, you know when they're, like, spinning for some reason? There's a scene oh, where they're yeah, dancing the, and spinning? In, yep, yep, yep. Okay. Um, I think that you need to give it a chance. Yeah. It is a classic. It's not the best movie ever, obviously, <laughs> but, um, oh man, this is really disappointing, Steve. <laughs> Sorry to have disappointed you, What's but I should, I should give Titanic a try, though? Yeah, just to see that right. you watched it. All right, okay. 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 okay, okay. But I watched the movie that's made more money than Titanic. Which is Black Panther. I've seen that three yeah, times. Yeah. I've contributed to that. So the, the thing I learned the second time I watched it is 
in the very beginning, and I, this isn't really a spoiler, but in the very beginning, right, when uh, Sterling K. Brown's character and, like, his friend are, like, drawing up a plan to, I don't know, like, rob something or someone, um, they hear, like, a noise, and Sterling K. Brown's character goes to the window to check it to see if the cops are outside, right, because they hear something. So when you watch it the second time, that's not what he's doing. He's checking outside to see if Michael B. Jordan, as a child, is still out there safe. Oh. Yes. How do you know? Because what they look and it looks at the boys, and you find out later that he's one of the boys. Ah, okay. Right. Um, the third time I watched it, you know, the very even before that, the very beginning, there's like this um, scene with like the sand, and they explain like the history of Earth and like the history of Wakanda, mm-hmm. right? With like the sand, it's like oh, like and then blah 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 with like the sand. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, the first time you watch it, you think it's, um, was it T'Challa's dad telling him as a child, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's Sterling K. Brown telling Michael B. Jordan as a child. And I had to Google that to double check. Because I was like, who narrated that? And it was Sterling K. Brown. And they actually had to put that in there after, like, screen tests because, um, a lot of people had no idea what was going on with the Wakanda okay. parts. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're like, what, what are these five tribes? Who are these people coming from the mountain or whatever? You know what I mean? So they had to put that in there because a lot of people were confused about, like, the politics of Wakanda. And instead of having the king do it, they had um, Sterling K. Brown do it, which is why Michael B. Jordan in the movie knows so much about Wakanda. You know what I mean? And you wouldn't have known all of these things if, if I hadn't, hadn't watched, watched it three times. times. Yep. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Cool. So that's, that's one thing. So I would say if you've watched it and you really liked it, Go back and watch again. I feel like this is one of these movies where I'm going to watch it a few more times, and each time I'm probably going to learn something new that I didn't realize. So, love Black Panther. Keep watching it. Okay. Watch it more times. I'm one of those people that likes to... This is why I haven't gotten around to Titanic. I watch movies I like over and over again. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have a problem with that. I don't do that with TV shows for whatever reason. I like trying out new TV shows, but I do not but like do trying out new But you, like, movies. watch it from beginning to end every scene when you rewatch movies? Mm, it depends if I'm, like, putting it on via Netflix or if I'm catching it on cable. Mm. If I'm catching it on cable, I'm not going to be like, oh, I want to watch it from the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. I try to. Yeah. I, I do try to. I don't purposefully miss any of it. But it's like, I catch it where I catch it. Okay. You know what I mean? If it's early enough, I might start it from the and, Yeah, okay. That's admirable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, what about you? What is, what is the first thing you want to tell people about that you've been watching? Um, I did not... I haven't watched Black Panther again, which I... But I do want to. I just haven't found a three-hour block in time <laughs> to go to that. Um, but I did watch equally long movies. Okay. Well, Maybe only one, but um, I watched two movies based on two different young adult novels. One was Ready Player One, mm-hmm. which is based on a novel by Ernest Klein. Ernst Klein, I forget. Um, and he, this novel came out, I think, like maybe ten years ago. So it's been a long yeah. time. That but about it's right. like set in a dystopian future and um, where everybody really lives out their lives in this. Um, virtual reality world called the Oasis and um you know I think uh Steven Spielberg in the latter half of his career has taken a turn from like like these like 
blockbustery like fun movies to a little bit more serious type things right. like i think with the sh- with schindler's list like it just have progressively become like his stamp in in his legacy has been much more serious there i feel like he always does the one for you one for me yeah because right? it's like oh war of the world munich you know right. like back and yes. forth yeah you know so um but like with this movie i feel like he's just like going back to like just a really, really fun popcorn flick. Yeah. And, you know, I think Ready Player One is very, like, deep down, it, it's very heavy with, like, with with themes of, you know, um, just, like, what it means to live not your life and, mm. like, you know, live in some different, like, world and kind of be absorbed into that. And also about, like the government and privacy issues. Like, there are so many, like, deep themes to it, but what it's best known for, both the book and the movie, is, like, if you're a pop culture geek, you're going to love all of it. Because, essentially, um, the movie is just this gigantic game in which, like, the creator of the world of Oasis dies, and he puts together this, like, game, and whoever can play and win the game will have like control over the world that he's created plus, it's literally like an easter egg hunt, his, yeah right? plus all of his money which is like you know like an absorbent amount of money um and but the guy was a geek and so like his the game and the easter eggs that you have to hunt for are all like in video games and the tv shows that he watched and the movies that he watched so like that all comes into play there's a whole section which i guess i can't really talk about um that takes place in a different movie oh interesting and it's so good really and i don't remember it being in the book so like there were changes like that that i thought was good but ultimately like i thought the movie kind of took weird turns or took the characters in 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 ways that like i was just like oh that's not true to the book at all and i'm like kind of not into it um, all in all, I think it's a really fun movie, and I think you should watch it if you are done with the Black Panther <laughs> repeat viewing. <laughs> yeah, I think it's time to watch a different movie. I, I have a question for you about yeah. Ready Player One. Um, you know, the, the themes that you brought up that it kind of, like, tackles when it comes to, like, you know, um, the government and privacy issues or, like, you know, living in, like, a virtual world as opposed to, like, your real, the yeah. real world. Um, does it, does it, is it just, like, Real quick, does it linger on him? Do you think it does those themes justice, or it just like kind of brushes over it real quick? I think it brushes over it quick because oh, that's disappointing. Are you talking about the movie? Or yeah, the, the movie, not the yeah, book, the movie. Yeah, because the movie can only be like two hours. That's right? I mean that's fair. And that's, that's they have fair. to move the storyline along, and there's a there's a long storyline and plot. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's no lingering of it at all. But I think it's a little bit more deeply threaded than the book, and it like, makes you think a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, all in all, I thought it was fun. I thought it was really fun. Okay. Uh, I'd actually like to hear the other movie you watched, because I have a question about all three of these movies that okay. I want to ask you. So okay. why don't you talk about the next movie? So the other movie that I watched I loved is called Love, Simon, and it's based on a book, um, a young adult novel that I didn't read, but I immediately bought. <laughs> right after <laughs> right watching? Right after, because I was like, oh, I have to, um, I have to, have to read this. Um, the book is called, like, um, Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda, so it's not actually called okay. Love, Simon, but it's a, it's a coming out 
coming of age slash coming out oh, story. Okay. So the main character um, knows he's gay, but like nobody knows that he's gay, and so it's a it's his struggle to kind of to figure out like when he wants to come out, what he wants to do, um, but at the same time he develops this like almost like pen pal relationship, like an email relationship with another kid who is also gay, um, but both of them don't know who each other are and they like kind of like are falling in love with each other through um, their email interactions. Listen, so this is a very idealized version of a world that I don't think is true for a lot of people who are gay, only because... His parents are super supportive. His friends are right. super supportive. Right. And I don't necessarily know that. That's that's the story of everybody who... Unfortunately, right? Right. Um, with that said, though, it's just... It's so... It gave me hope that, like, these types of stories and these types of movies, like, we can get to a point where, like, this, this stuff can be normalized. Also, Love, Simon is, um, I think, the first movie to feature like um like a like a love story of like two um two gay people as the center Mm -hmm. central um in terms of like a mainstream movie anyway um but it was really really sweet and like the scene where he comes out to his parents i cried i love jennifer garner she's the mom in this josh is the dad, and he's, like, this, like, bumbling, like, idiot. Like, I, like, I really liked it. I think you would like it a lot. Um, and I also think, like, teens should watch this. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they do gloss over, like, there's bullying in the school, but, like, it's not very... It's, like, a scene, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it is, you know, I think it is a very idealized version of what life can be, but um it's good okay what was your question here's my question and we touched on this the last time we spoke about black panther but out of these three or not even out of these three for all of them independently right would it have worked better as a netflix series right because we we talk about like the themes of like privacy and like ready player all the themes that it kind of glossed over didn't have time to really go into um you could do that in like a netflix but would it have served Better as an and I'm torn with Black Panther. I think Black Panther is like perfect as is. Mm-hmm. Could it have been? Yes, it could have. Mm-hmm. I could have done yeah. more. I could have spent more time in this world yeah. for sure. Would I wanted to? I mean, yeah. Would it have been? Nece- would it have been better? I don't. I don't think so. But with Ready Player One, uh, the way you explain it to me, I'm like, oh, why don't? Why don't you have like seven one hour? episodes yeah i think as a limited series a limited yeah exactly not an ongoing but not like a big little lies where they're they decided okay we're gonna make a season two. Ex- oh, right but like yeah then i think it could have been stretched out more would have been better maybe i'm not sure i th- i do think there is a um like the movie medium and the the netflix on your couch for seven hours medium is vastly agreed a hundred percent agreed yeah um i'm not sure i that's a really good question i you know like i i'm saying like oh yeah it's two hours like what can you cover in two hours but at the same time like i don't know if i wanted it stretched out for like seven hours either um but the thing that i appreciated about the movie is that well here's the thing so like 
for Ready Player One, it can't, it doesn't lend itself to going beyond what happens when the kid wins or, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, attains the mission or the goal of what the it's mission just, is. It's just, we succeeded, we yeah, won! Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, the movie takes you through that journey and then you get that sweet pay out of yeah. that happening, right? Um, I don't know that we need the seven hours of it and then the pay out and then and it's like, oh, here, we're going to do another season. Right, right. Um, Love, Simon, I will say the opposite. No, I don't think you need like eight hours of this. Interesting. But, but like the characters are so great and I wanted to spend more time with them mm. and towards the end of the movie I was like sad because I was just like oh it's ending yeah and yeah like, it's time to let the characters go yeah is the only reason why I'm like yeah bring it like let's make bring a TV it back show and I'll watch this every week um it's it's just yeah I think that's the only reason but yeah. okay all right no that's fair that's fair um why don't we speaking of like you know whether these movies are better served as you know, TV shows, especially as, like, the Netflix model. Uh, why don't we move over to TV, or at least for me, because um, my next thing that I've watched, that I finished the first season, you'd be very proud. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a network drama, okay? It's not not one of those prestige shows, um, depending on who you ask, I guess. Uh, the Good Doctor on ABC. Um, I'm really, I was tickled. Because I think I talked about The Good Doctor when we did, like, our fall TV preview or whatever, and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch I'm pretty it. sure I rolled my and eyes. And then literally, like, after we recorded that, I stopped watching it. <laughs> and then, like, two weeks later, you were like, guess what I'm watching? I'm like, what? <laughs> so we, like, totally did a flip. I know. But I'm, you finished it. I, we finished it, yeah. You like it? Um, you liked it enough to finish it. I, I mean, yeah, I liked it enough to finish it. I It was... It, each episode gets marginally more dramatic, and so I, it like, it's kind of like, I heard with frogs, because they're cold-blooded, like if you put them in, if you like throw them in a pot of like boiling water, like they'll jump out. Mm-hmm. But if you put it in a pot of cold water, and it just, you raise the temperature like slowly, by the time it boils, it will stay in there and it'll actually just die in the pot, right? Wait, so <laughs> your analogy. Yes. <laughs> and the, the, so the drama level, on this, it, it like, I remember very specifically with Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Like, after season one, it just, like, the drama went, like, through the roof, right? And I was like, what is, what is going on, right? Um, and with this, it's still, because it's still season one, like, it's just going up a little at a time. And so my tolerance for the drama in it is rising with each episode. As long as they don't over overdo it at any one point, I'm still in. You know what I mean? Um, I don't... I find myself not caring a lot about the characters, yeah. though. That's the only thing. I think that's why I stopped watching. Like, I was it's like, I'm tough not to, any of the doctors. Yeah, it's, not, it's really tough to care about any of the doctors. Like, I don't care about any of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't even care about the main character. Oh. I don't even know why I watch it, to be okay. honest. It's like it's more like the, the mystery part of it, of like the, you know, the... Procedure the procedural part where it's like oh it's like an it's illness of the week yeah you know and even house got like so dramatic for me where I was like I'm out you know okay. so we'll see how long I say depending on how dramatic it gets but as of now 
Nothing too crazy has happened. Okay. You know, nothing too insane. Okay. You know what I mean? It's, so far, it's fine as is, and so I'm still I'm still in. I finished season one. I'm looking forward to season two. We'll see, because it does end on like a cliffhanger note, but nothing, again, even the cliffhanger wasn't too dry. It wasn't life or death. Okay. You know what I mean? It was like someone steps into someone's office and they have to, they have a confession to make. You know what I mean? And it just has implications on like people's jobs. Okay. And so I'm totally cool with that. If, I think if it was a life or death cliffhanger, I might be like, oh, you know, but I'm glad they didn't do that because they teased it a little bit, but they didn't. Okay. So I'm still good with a good doctor anticipating season two okay. not like i'm anticipating the next season of game of thrones or anything but right. like you know i'm still it was good something it was fine tied you over it's something to tie exactly it was it was fine it okay. was fine are you still watching this is us no because janelle hasn't been watching it my wife hasn't been watching it and so i don't hear it because i don't put it on she puts it on and i just like right, listen, I to it. You listen to it yeah, yeah so i i have not okay. i have not all right that can be a little yeah, that well, that's is, super dramatic. That, yeah. yeah, sometimes I'm like, what? E- even listening to it, there are times where I'm like, I'm out. This is just, this is too much, man. This is just unnecessary. But, and I have all these questions. I don't know. Okay. So yeah, that's, okay. that's my, what about you? What's your, what's your next one? I've watched, I literally, I don't know, I must, uh, I, I just pretend that I'm a TV critic, I guess, because I have to watch <laughs> Technically you are. Mm, I would not say those words. Uh I've literally watched, like, every single, like, new show that's come out on TV. Like, I've given it one episode shots. Uh-huh. These are the ones that have made the cut, Steve. Okay. <laughs> so you can imagine what I've done. Um, I'm just going to go run through them. Just run through it. Go for it. Uh, I have a season pass for Good Girls. Good Girls is an hour dramedy on NBC. It stars Christina Hendricks, yep, who Christina it Hendricks. used to be um, on Mad Men. Um, Retta, who used to be on Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. and Mae Whitman, who used to be on Parenthood. Three wonderful people. Um, one of them has a daughter with the health issues and needs needs money, and so they like concoct this plan to like rob the grocery store that one of them works at. Lesson learned: Do not rob your place of work because <laughs> that's. That's just too close to too home. close. Too yeah, close. if you're gonna if you're gonna go rob something, um, and then they just kind of like spiral into like. Is it a comedy or a drama? It's dramedy. Like ah, gotcha. some some parts are really funny. Like I like found myself laughing out loud, but it's like a drama. Mm. But it's like funny, gotcha. so I highly recommend it. Um, I started watching Alex Inc., which is a half hour comedy on ABC. Zach Braff, with right? Zach Braff. They've been really. I feel like. Plugging, I'm not plugging. They've been really like talking about how it's his return to TV. Yeah, you know. And I was like, wait, what? Um, I totally forgot about Scrubs. Um, it's good. So it's based on the life of Alex Bloomberg, who created Gimlet Media, which is a um, media company um, mm-hmm. with podcasts. I think um, people know him best for um, the podcast Startup, which is really good. And if you haven't heard it, you should go back and listen to it. Basically, as he was creating this podcast company. Um, and leaving his job, he started recording the journey. So whenever he was pitching to an investor, or like just late night conversations with his wife, who happens to be a woman of color, and they've actually kept that in the I'm really glad that they adaptation. Kept that. Yeah. Um, like so, she's an Indian American, and they cast an Indian American yeah, to play the wife. our favorite Indian from from the good place American from the good 
place. Yeah. She's so pretty. I love her. Um, so it's just, it's fun. I like it. Um, I like it because there's a sense of familiarity. I don't know if I'm going to watch every episode, but like so far it's okay. Like I keep watching it. Um, as much as ABC has been plugging the show, they've also been playing the show called Splitting Up Together. And that looks not as good. It's not that great. I'm only watching it because I love Jenna Fisher. Who, who doesn't like Pam? Pam on The Office. Um, she's too. She's super cute. Like I don't know. I just I think the show's okay. It's pretty generic, you know. Um, it's about a couple who decides to unconsciously couple or couple. Cu- Consciously uncouple. Consciously uncouple. Whatever yeah, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow decided to do with Chris, Chris Martin. Martin. Yeah. So they live in the same house and they rotate um, on a weekly basis. Like who gets to live in the house? Um, it's okay. It's like I keep watching it for her, but I don't actually think I'm gonna continue watching it. I also like this comedy from NBC called Champions because Mindy Kaling is mm-hmm. the executive producer. She's in it, um, it stars Anders Holm, who is like this like super cute guy from um, Workaholics. Workaholics. Also, Pastor Casey on the Mindy Project. Um, it's very much like the Mindy Project, like the tone of it and the pacing, the writing. The writing. Um, so it like has helped me tide over like whatever mm. gap I was feeling from the Mindy Project being on. And then I also really really like this show called Rise. <laughs> you know, Rise is one of those. Where um, it was tough to tell. Like I remember when my wife and I would see commercials for him. Like we were like, "What is it even about?" Yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah, tough it's- to tell from the from like the teasers that they show, but it looks kind of dramatic. Mm-hmm. It's about a high school theater, um, like theater program. Um, um, Josh Radner, who used to be who's Ted Mosby on. Um, <laughs> How I Met Your Mother stars in it. He's the drama teacher. Um, he takes over the depart the lagging department. Decides that they're gonna do Spring Awakening, which, if you don't know, is like probably not a very appropriate um, musical for uh, for high school set. Um, but the guy who is the showrunner for this show is um, is Jason Cadams, who oh, did Friday Night Lights Parenthood, Parenthood yeah. which is kind of why I'm watching it and then one of the one of the high school students the lead high school student is um i don't know her name oh, but um she was moana yes 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 yes, yes yeah yes, yes, yes. um and she's like good and they and because it's they like they don't it's not a musical they don't break into song but you it's not like glimpses, glee yeah but you see glimpses of it as you're practicing um and of course there's the football player who wants to play football but right. is also really good at like of singing course. and like yeah, so um, it's very cliche, but I so far I'm like watching it, okay. and I'm a loser. <laughs> no, that's that's super not true. Um, I mean, I think we should everyone should check some of those out. Maybe some more the splitting up together. I think that's the one I have the hardest time. I don't even know if I could watch like I the don't pilot. Think, you know, I don't think you would like it at all. So don't watch yeah? it. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, the last TV show I have on my list is uh, Atlanta which has come back for season two after uh, an extended hiatus because um, Childish Game, I mean, um, Donald Glover, <laughs> Donald Glover had to um, go film Han Solo, the Han Solo movie that's coming out soon. Um, so they had to t- take an extended hiatus. It's, com- it's back for season two, which they're called, which they've called Robin Season. And if you have not, what do you think? Do you think they need to watch season one to get season two? I mean, neither one of us are caught up and I think you're further along than I am, but do you think they? Need, I don't think so. 
No, but... But I, season I one... you should. I think people should watch season one just because season one is so good. Season one Not for great. the purpose of catching up for season two. You could watch them side by side almost. Yeah, but I, I recommend season one because it lays the groundwork for who these characters are. That's true. Um, and so I think it's an easier entry point into this world versus like just starting with season two. Mm. Um, That's a good point. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm really enjoying this season so far. I mean, the performances are so good. Like, I can't, like, and I'm not even, I, I'm not even talking about Donald Glover, who's like great in it. Like it should go without saying, but the guy who plays Darius, and the guy who plays Paperboy, mm-hmm. like they're so good, and I feel like they need to be doing more. They need to be more things. I feel like. Yeah. Um... And Darius especially has like a very special place in my heart. Okay. I love Darius. Okay. I love him so much. He's so good. I like him. Um, I love him a lot. I th- I'm sure we'll talk more about Atlanta as the weeks come by. Um. But I love how it's like so original and there's it's so creative. Even having like uh, the theme, like Robin season for season two, instead of being like, oh, we're back for like season two, it's like it's Robin season. And um, I know there's like a, a funny tidbit where like you've watched the episodes without the season premiere. Mm-hmm. Right, and they go into what Robin season is, mm. right, and what Robin season and not R O B I N, it's R O B B I N, like like robbing yeah. season, right, and um, <clears throat> there's a scene where it's like the aftermath of like a robbery, right, and Darius says, "Oh, it's Robin season," and it's, oh no, he says, "Um, oh, holidays are coming up, it's Robin season, everyone's got to eat." Right. And I'm like, I didn't know that was a thing. And maybe, I, I'm sure that isn't a thing. That's a thing that I didn't know about. And I think we, you and I were talking before we recorded how, like, Atlanta really is, like, a peek into a world that has existed and exists for millions of people. But, like, you, people like you and I were just not privy to. Yeah. You know? And so, it, it is, that's why it feels so refreshing and original. And it's a world that is so lived in and real, even though it's on TV. And even though parts of it are obviously, like, super fictional you know yeah. and what are your what are your thoughts yeah i don't know i uh i just like that it's it's I also i think this season's like stranger than last season almost in, in some but ways it yes feels right stronger too maybe yeah. it's because we've gotten used to the characters but like it's definitely like the opposite of like what a splitting up together is like right it's, it's that's a, that's narratively a really yes you're not following like each episode. You would be, you might be following someone different. Um, I started with season. I started with episode two this season because I didn't know when it was airing, and then my DVR missed it, and I couldn't find the pilot of or the first. Your episode. DVR is also from hell. My DVR sucks, and Spectrum sucks, um, but I can't help but <laughs> be tied to it. Um, and the second episode of the of the um, second season, like. Donald Glover's, like, barely in it. Right. And, like, what other show, like, does that where, like, you have the star of the show, like, barely in it? And, like, it's because these are just such fully fleshed out characters and fully fleshed out worlds that you need to spend time with each of them. Mm-hmm. And it the show doesn't shy away from doing that by taking time away from, like, its main character. So, um... It's good. I don't know. Yeah. I think people should watch it. I just, I feel like... It's not for everybody, though. 
I think so. Yeah, I don't think it's for everybody. Interesting. Could you elaborate on that? Like, I'm trying to think who I wouldn't recommend this to. I wouldn't recommend this to somebody who, like, watches Roseanne. Like, <laughs> is that terrible? That's probably terrible. I'm a terrible person. What I mean is, like, someone who whose idea of what I... Steve, I need you back. I'm here, <laughs> Steve's I'm here, like, I'm here. Gone. That, was, that was just so good. I couldn't... I could Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you know what I mean? I, yeah, I do now! <laughs> who has a an idea of what a sitcom, what a show, what a TV show is... Uh, ha, should be, um, especially in, like, the world of, like, network television, like, I don't think would get it. I think it's too, yeah. quote-unquote, like, artsy-fartsy for that. Like, Interesting. I think it's, it's definitely not traditional. Or maybe, you know, I think without the political ties, maybe someone whose favorite show is, like, The Big Bang Theory. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, someone who's, like, multi-cam, sitcom, and you I, know. And I, like, do not want to knock multi-cam, like, They're, shows either. A hundred percent. Right, right. That's not the point of this, right? It, but, yeah, it's just, yeah. And I'm not, Roseanne maybe was not the right word because, like, I'm not saying, like, oh, don't show this to someone who, like, right. is racist or, like, does not care for these people. Who's um, a conservative. Yeah. Right. But, I, yeah, I, I don't think it's for everybody. Okay, and all right, I that's fair. I've heard people say, like, I don't get it. Interesting. Okay, that's, no, no, I think the more you explain it, the more that makes sense to me, for sure. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. I'm trying to think. You know, I think the last... Thing. You know, we're talking about how, like, original and creative, like, Atlanta is. The last thing that I had kind of been um, watching is on... Do you have a YouTube Red subscription? No, but I need one. Why? Because my favorite K-pop group, Big Bang, did a series with YouTube Red. And the first episode was available, is available, like, regular YouTube. But to watch episodes, like, two through six, like, I need, I need to... I need a red subscription. Okay. And, but I don't want to do it. Okay. Um, maybe we'll split it then. Oh, okay. but here's the thing, right? So YouTube Red, um, which I never really, I didn't really know what that was, so I kind of just like ignored it for as long as I could. Um, <clears throat> they there's a series coming out called Cobra Kai, mm-hmm. and if you um, know, are were born in the '80s, Cobra Kai means something to you because that is. Uh, from the movie The Karate Kid, the original Karate Kid, right? And what Cobra Kai is is not a reboot, a reboot of The Karate Kid, which is what, um, oh my God, I'm, Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith already did like a reboot. What it is is what was that called, Karate Kid? Instead of The Karate Kid, it was just Karate Kid, right? Um, this is digging up the original protagonist and antagonist from the original Karate Kid, and it's them like, 25, 30 years later, or 35 years later. And I love karate, the Karate Kid. And so I'm going to watch this any way I can. Okay. My concern is... Part Don't we of, get a trial? You might get a trial. You might get a trial. I don't even know. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll look that up after this, <laughs> right? Um, part of me... This, that, to me, is like, okay, this is, this is it. This is the last straw. We are at full, like, nostalgia mode. And I know we've been going through nostalgia mode for the past, you could say, like, 10 years. Not even, this isn't, like, a recent phenomenon. This is, like, this predates the podcast by years. But now I'm just, like, I'm at a point where I'm just, like, 
I, I could always be like, oh, but there's still stuff like Atlanta. There's still stuff like whatever. But now it, it seems like the amount of stuff that's like rehashing old things. And I'm not even talking about reboots. I'm talking about like things that are literally taking characters from decades ago and bringing them into like the present. Yeah. And it makes me lo- lament a little bit about originality and creativity. But Jen, I need you to talk about this list. Like, am I being dramatic? Am I... Am I being dramatic, or is this like on the nose? Or you, I need you to be an unbiased person here and kind of talk me through this. Well, I think when done well, we wouldn't be having oh. like a conversation oh, like damn, this, right? That's good. But um, uh, yeah, because I will be the first one to tell you, like, oh, uh, like, do we need like fifteen Avengers movies? I'm sorry, Steve. That was like the only thing that I could think of. <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm not a huge Avengers But, like, sequels upon sequels of things right, that have right, been right. done, or or reboots. Like, did we really need a Full House reboot? Yes, for season one. I'm not sure <laughs> the subsequent seasons um, are necessary. But, um, as I say that, though, I do think that, um, especially things that, like, remind us, and by us I mean, like, people of a specific age range. A specific demographic, right? that remind us of simpler times and, like, of our childhoods, um, when things weren't terrible, when things weren't people trying to make America great again. Um, I think we're, like, we're at a peak point of time where we're really gravitating towards... The past. onto the past. That makes sense. And, and so I think that's why, like, reboots and... Um, well, I guess I'm, like, specifically... To thinking of reboots because like it doesn't really apply to like sequels of things but um to go back to your question it does like, apply I think that's kind of. one of your one of the reasons why yeah. like Hollywood can't help but make things like this because yeah. there's such a cry for it like anytime like Entertainment Weekly does like a like nostalgic like reboot issue or like a reunion issue like I think it's one of their most popular like they just did one with Dawson's Creek that, and people oh, have been talking sense. about it for yeah 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 for, for like two weeks now yeah um and you know theoretically they make what people want to see and what what they're clamoring for and I think there's a real like yeah feel for nostalgia but at the same time. I wish they were investing more into, so like, you know, anybody who's like, people of color can't carry a movie, well, the Black Panther, like, I think blows that out of the water, Wonder Woman, like, blows that out of the water if you're talking about, like, women can't lead films, but like, I wish that people would invest more into um, different types of stories, like, you know, if nobody invested time into... Donald Glover's version of what he wanted to tell, like we wouldn't have Atlanta, we wouldn't have Lena Waits the Shy, like all these like like stories of things that like we normally wouldn't see because Hollywood has deemed it like unbankable or unmarketable. Right, right. Um, and then at the same time, like um, like I'm personally not gonna go watch this because I like probably will die of a heart attack in a theater, but. Um, John Krasinski has a movie coming out called A Quiet, a Quiet Place. Place. Yeah. And like, when I think it's, it's out. Yeah, it's out this weekend. When it's on, like, you know, like Netflix and I can watch it during the day with like all the lights on and <laughs> with, with the volume. Ten people yeah, yeah. around. Yeah. Um, I will watch it, but it sounds like such an original um, story and it just makes me feel like we need more opportunities of 
people being able to tell original stories or things that are told in different ways. And so I guess there is that, like, that's why I just I can't stomach another, like, freaking superhero movie. Again, I'm sorry. That's no, the only I, thing I, I think no, of. No, I understand. I, you know what it is? It's the, when I hear you talk about it, what it's making me realize is, you know, we talk about how Atlanta, they're not afraid of failure. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're able to, like, succeed at such a high level. Yeah. And I think when I see things like a Cobra Kai series, you know, or other reboots, it's like, oh, they're so afraid. It's like you said, like, studios and networks are thinking, what is bankable? They're so afraid of failure because it's just about the bottom line for them. So they don't let, you know, um, creators take any risks, mm-hmm. you know, because they're so afraid of failure. And I think that's what I'm, like, feeling. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, And as a consumer, as a viewer, that is what, you know, I'm just reflecting, you know, that kind of value that they have, you know. Um, all right, so that's interesting. But, yeah, I mean, Cobra Kai, I'll give it a shot, but it's like I can't imagine that it's going to be any good, you know. You never it, know. And it's like you said, it's like when done well, it doesn't matter. When done well, it is, It's a lot of times it's because they have taken, you know, um, a risk. Yeah. And so we'll see. Maybe You're right. Maybe it is good. Maybe they took a huge risk and... It's wildly different and much better than, you know, anyone could have Crossing imagined. fingers. Crossing fingers, exactly. Um, did you have anything else on your list? That was it for me. Uh, no. And then I will talk about my thing at uh, for obsession of the right. episode. Yeah. So why don't we take a break here, and then we'll be back with the, uh, the obsession of the episode. And we're back. Um, so let's just jump right into our obsessions of the episode. Um, I'll go first. This is just real quick, my obsession of the episode, and it has been my obsession for the past few months now, and will continue to be my obsession for the next few months at least, is this video game called Fortnite. I don't talk about video games a lot on this podcast, um, mostly because I feel like video games exist on the outskirts of pop culture sometimes. Once in a while, yeah. they definitely enter the mainstream. This is something that has entered the mainstream, I feel like, at least according to like my Instagram feed. Um, this game called Fortnite it is the biggest game in the world right now. Um, it's international. Um, there's this website called Twitch. I don't know if you're familiar with Twitch. I am. Are you? Okay, mm-hmm. great. Um, Twitch is a website where people stream themselves playing video games, or really doing anything, but primarily playing video games, and people, uh, you know, watch them, right? Um, Fortnite is so big that Drake plays it, and so does Travis Scott, and they played on Twitch with a Twitch streamer, and this the streamer that they play they played with he he's the biggest one and he gets around a hundred thousand concurrent viewers at any one time he's got anywhere from 100 to like 150,000 people watching him just play right when drake signed on it hit like over half a million it hit like 650,000 people at the same and it was at 2 a.m 2 30 a.m eastern time yeah you know and they were all and it was 650,000 people watching at the same time it was it's insanity and i love it and it's so much fun it's great. It's okay. my obsession. Okay. I, I'm actually obsessed. Anyone can play it. Anyone can. <clears throat> you don't need equipment. I mean, no. You so you can play on computer. Yeah. You can play on Xbox. You can play on PlayStation. You can even play on uh, iOS. Okay. As long as you have a certain model iPad or iPhone. Okay. It's coming to Android soon. Is it harder to play like when it's <clears throat> not like with controllers? So and stuff? it 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 is. I've played on mobile with I. So check it out. My wife hates video games and. Even she, like, gave it a try, and she enjoys playing 
Okay. And on mobile, every because everyone has the same limitations on mobile, it's yeah. like not people aren't nearly as skilled. Because okay. I play, I go back and forth between console and mobile, and so it's it, everything's scaled down, you know, in terms of skill because everyone has the same limitations. So it's so much fun. So when you're playing on mobile, you're playing against other people who are on mobile, exactly. Not like people who are like playing with. Okay. The only way, if you're on mobile, you play against people who are on console is if you join someone who's on console. Ah, so like right. that's what I did once, where like I was playing on my Xbox. And then I invited my wife, who's on her iPad. She had to play against console players. But if you and your friends are all on mobile, yeah. like you just play against other mobile people. Okay. It's great. Is it fun to play with your friends? It is supremely... I would say it is not so much fun playing on your own unless you're really good. Okay. If you're not, then playing with your friends is a lot of fun. The basic premise of this game is it's you and 100 people. and it's Just last, 100. Just 100 at any one's... And every game starts off with at most 100 people, and it's last person standing wins. And you're, you're dropped with nothing. You have to find stuff to kill other people. Yeah. Um, it come, You can play on your own, where it's you against 99 other individuals. You can play uh, in pairs, where it's 50 pairs. Or you can play teams of up to four. So it is it is super fun. Okay. I mean, And this is something where, like, you know, the... Families are yeah, playing. Other, other games... It's like they match you based on skill. This, it's like they don't match you based on skill. So it's like you could run to people that are way worse than you. You could run to people that are way better than you. There's a lot of luck involved. I mean, there's definitely a lot of skill involved. But it's so much fun that, like, you just play with, like, your friends, their families. Yeah, like you said, I, I know families that play together. They, like, take turns. Like, the parents and the kids, they, like, take turns playing. How many hours do you play a day? Oh, man. Oh, I don't get to play every day. But when I a do week. play... uh. I don't know. I would say, like, at least combined, at least, like, if we're talking mobile, at least a dozen. Okay. I mean, that, and that's a super conservative. Yeah. It might be way more than that. Okay. For sure. Okay. Hey, you, I'm, I've, been, I've been asking Jen to play with me. Yeah. But I, it's because I had an invite code and I didn't send it to you. Yeah. But now, as of right now, it's open to, and you just have to download it in the App Store. Fortnite. Fortnite. Okay, I'm yeah, doing it. Let's do it. Okay. All right. And then and then I'm not going to have any TV shows to talk about <laughs> because I'm like, I've just been playing. It's going to be you, me, my wife, and uh, Sonia. Okay. <laughs> All right, what's, what's your obsession? I'm, a bit, I'm embarrassed about my obsession. It's okay. I just talk about video games. I'm really, I've been watching American Idol and I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. It's not like I... Is it good? No. No, it's literally exactly what it was 10 years ago. It's literally, and I think that's why it's been panned and it's not doing well. Mm -hmm. Because there's absolutely nothing that's different about it. And I guess I didn't really understand why then they felt the need to like bring Bring it back. back. And that there was such a bidding war involved and like ABC happened to win. I think they were kind of also banking on like the star power of like Lionel Richie and um, Katy Perry and Luke Bryan, and I I don't think it's enough to make this different or special. But I started watching it. I don't know. It was on, and like I don't really like competition style reality shows, mm-hmm. which is why I really like um, uh, like I guess I don't have another example, but like. Like, American Idol, or, like, So You Think You Can Dance, like, stuff like that, like, where you're just auditioning. 
and you're not competing yet. Like, you're you're competing against yourself and, like, you're going up against, you're going up in front of judges, but, like, it's not like America's, like, voting you in at the moment. So, I might actually stop watching um, starting next week when, like, now it's, like, competition time. But it's just, like, you know, these, like, highly produced packages of, like, this, like, Young, like yep. this, like young far goat farmer, yeah, like exactly. out of the middle of nowhere, who has this like incredible like voice, and um, you know, like someone who came on with her best friend. Her best friend happens to have like Down syndrome, like stuff like that. Um, I was like, I'm just like really, really into. So like, I've been really into it. Um, and I don't know. I kind of have a crush on Luke Bryan. I didn't. I well, I didn't go into it with that. <laughs> And it's just an interesting byproduct of what has happened. Um, he, to me, is like this like much less douchier version of Blake Shelton, and I'm like really into it. And All I don't right. like country music, and I don't listen to his music except for this one song. Um, but like, I don't know, he's so cute, and it's part of why I watch it. And I don't know what's happening, Steve. <laughs> Get me out of here. It's okay. You just hooked on American Idol. No. It's fine. All right, cool. Um, so maybe don't check that out. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, definitely check out Fortnite if you have an opportunity, especially if, if you know people that play it, just give it a shot. Um, I think it's it's definitely worth checking out. Um, and that's it for this episode. Uh, we'll be back again soon. Um, but yeah, until then, remember to uh, rate, review, subscribe to our uh, podcast. And then until next tell time. Tell your friends. Tell your friends about this podcast. Until then. All right. Bye, guys. You want to say bye? Bye.